We are blessed in our church with our musical talent, and we, again, have been blessed today uh, by those who have led us in worship through song. It is so good to see each of you, and as we prepare to take the Lord's Supper today, this is a special time in the life of the church and life for our lives as we come to this point of taking the Lord's Supper, and I am sure for each of you here today, the Lord's Supper, I, 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 I wish I could know what you're thinking, what the Lord's Supper means to you. As we come to that point this morning, as we think of the Lord's Supper, there are churches that do the Lord's Supper every Sunday. Others do it a certain amount of time. But as we think of the Lord's Supper, some call it communion. You may be familiar with that word, communion. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16, uh, there's a reference there that says, the cup of blessing that we bless, it is not a sharing in the blood of Christ. Is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a sharing of the body of Christ? Talking about this time together, Others, as they think of, of the Lord's Supper, they think of communion, as I said. Others think of it as a time of breaking bread, the breaking of bread. You will read that sometimes in Scripture. In Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. That coming together of breaking the bread that represents the body of Jesus Christ. For some, this time that we look at the Lord's Supper, communion, the breaking of bread, some, of, some people look at it as the Eucharist, another term that we find in our Bible, but we're reminded in God's Word in Matthew 26, where it says, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, take, eat it. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. As we think of the Lord's Supper, for some it's partaking of unleavened bread. For some it's the drink of the fruit of the vine. But you know, for others, sometimes the Lord's Supper is meaningless and something that really doesn't affect the person. But this morning, as we come to partake of the Lord's Supper, I want us to think of the meaning of the Lord's Supper. And like I said, I wish I could tap into your minds just for a second, not to know everything else, but just, <laughs> just to think of what does the Lord's Supper mean to you? For some, it means it's a memorial, a time to stop and to think of what the Lord has done. As we were singing the songs this morning, we were singing about what our Lord has done and, and, and what he has provided. And as we partake of the Lord's Supper, all of this is a memorial for us to remember what he has done. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Beginning with verse 23, 
He said, for I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. On the night that he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, also he took the cup after supper and said, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. You see, we eat the bread in remembrance of the body of Jesus Christ. We drink the cup, the fruit of the vine, in memory of his blood. And so we commemorate the death of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross, the, the death that made the new covenant that he has with us possible because he was willing and obedient to go to the cross, whose blood was shed for the remission of sin. You know, as we think of also in the Old Testament, the Passover meal was also a, a memorial commemorating Israel's deliverance from Egypt. And through the blood of the lamb that was put on the doorpost, remember? On the doorpost, so was the supper a memorial of our Lord's death who made our deliverance from the bondage of sin. Guys, today may we see that the Lord has made it possible so that we might be delivered from sin, that we might be delivered from the bondage of sin. We are seeing in our world today what sin truly is. We are seeing the evilness. We are seeing what sin can do with, with no control and how it is attacking. That's why it is so important for us to see what Christ can do and how we also have the, the, the message or the reminder from our Lord just as our singers reminded us of the commission that was given to us is to go tell others about Jesus Christ. Because you see, not only is the Lord's Supper something that we should remember, but it's also something that we need to proclaim. We need to proclaim our faith in the effectiveness of the Lord's death. Because of his death, we have what? Because of his death, we have life. Because of his death, we are able to continue. Because of his death, we have power in the name of Jesus. You see, his death was indeed for our sins, but he died for our sins. And this supper is a reminder of, for us to remember of what he has done. And as we say many times, till he comes. We should do this because it should be a reminder of what our Lord has done. You know, the Lord's Supper, many times, and I, and I've, I don't say I've been guilty of this, but I think I ha have in a way, the Lord's Supper looks forward. But you know what? The Lord's Supper also looks backwards. It looks backwards in the sense of what our Lord has done for us. And at the same time, we're able to look forward to see what he will do for us in the future. We need to observe the Lord's Supper. We need to anticipate his return. That's what he told his disciples, to anticipate his return. But the Lord's Supper is a memorial. It is a proclamation. It's also a communion it's a fellowship. It's a sharing in the blood of Jesus Christ. 
It's where we need to commune with Him. I look at that as togetherness, to, to talk, to come together, our minds together in His love. The blessings that we enjoy. May we remember that these blessings are through the blood of Jesus Christ. This fellowship, this sharing in the body of Christ, it's something that we should not take lightly. It's something that we need to realize and see what we have in Jesus Christ. I don't know if you've ever thought where I or you would be without Jesus. It is a ghastly thought in my mind to think where we would be without him and in our world today, there are so many that are without Jesus Christ and have not focused on him and have not accepted him. And we see the turmoil in our world today. We need to see that the Lord's Supper shouldn't be taken lightly. As we observe the Lord's Supper, it should be done in reverence. It should be done, as Scripture says, in a worthy manner. In other words, it's not something we just do to go through the motions. Even some of the early churches had difficulties. It became, well, you know, I need to get the Lord's Supper first because I have certain prestige or I should get this and I should get that. It was becoming an I thing instead of becoming a word thing. Worthiness. We need to see that the Lord's Supper should be done in reverence. Bow before him, looking at him, realizing our shortcomings, and we all have them, including myself, but at the same time to see his redeeming blood, to see how he loves us so much that he is willing to lift us up and give us the ability to continue. You see, as we partake of the Lord's Supper, it's also a light. It's a light to this world, but it's a light for each of us to see the importance that we depend upon our Lord Jesus Christ. Scripture also says that the Lord's Supper is a time of self-examination. As I said a moment ago, it's a time to reflect upon one's spiritual condition. And you know what? No one can do that except you. It's not my job, it's not anybody else's job, but it's your job to reflect upon one's spiritual condition with you and God, and, and, and you know where you are. Are we willing to live in a manner that shows the appreciation of what the Lord has done? You see, this is a time for us to reflect, a time of realizing where we would be if we did not have the grace of God in our lives. And by accepting the grace of God in our lives, what it is doing for us, by living for Jesus who died for us, by living for him, or are we, by willful sinning, guilty of trampling the Son of God underfoot, or counted the blood by which we were sanctified a common thing. You see, do we insult the spirit of grace that he has offered? You see, this morning we need to see, as we look at ourselves, that all of this might this show us things that are not in place and asking the Lord's forgiveness and realizing of 
bringing ourselves to him. Another thing that the scripture says about the Lord's Supper is that it should be done with other Christians. It talks about the body. It talks about being together. It talks about sharing a meal. Now, I know Baptists, we love to share meals. But even this today, it's where we are sharing an experience, where we come together, we break bread together, we reflect upon what the Lord is doing. I don't have it on the screen, but in 1 Corinthians 10, 17, it talks about how there's one bread and one body. One bread and one body. You know, in our world today, we have split off, splintered in a lot of different things, but praise God, there's only one God. One God, one Lord, one bread, one body. And we need to see that as we observe the Lord's Supper, we are coming together and recognizing who God is. Partaking, coming together, taking those elements and allowing God to be Lord. Another thing is I've read through the scripture and as it talks about the Lord's Supper, not only does it say taking it as a meal, but also it should be done often. In other words, in our world today, I think even our Lord knew how busy we could become. Does anybody just have extra time sitting at home? Preston would like to know. He's got things for you. You know, he's telling us to, it's to be done often. I think in, in part of that is to remind us because we do become so busy sometimes and other things take the place of those things that should be held in, in, center, of our, in the center of our attention. And, you know, Christians should come together. And, and the Bible says it many times it uses the first day of the week to break bread together. Coming together, realizing what the Lord has done. You see, our spiritual lives are dependent upon values and the benefits of our Lord's death and also on the cross. It's important that we observe. That we observe the memorial of, of the Lord's Supper so that we can appreciate what we have through Jesus Christ. You see, the Lord's Supper is that special memorial of his death for our sins. It was instituted by who? By Jesus himself. He asked his disciples to do this in his memory. Jesus told his disciples that he would not eat of the elements until what? Until he returned again. This morning, may we see that our Lord has given us this command to partake of the Lord's Supper and do it in such a way that we remember him for what he has done and that we would continue it steadfastly and that we would join in that fellowship of prayer, that, that we would come together on the first day of the week, that, that we would never lose sight of the significance of what our Lord did, and that is he died on the cross, the forgiveness of our sins, and to give us life. And communion is a time of sharing the body and the blood of the Lord. It's that time of self-examination, the time of edification, the 
the time of building the fellowship where we can come together, even if we might have differences, we can come together in the body of Jesus Christ. Because if we can't do that, we have lost the center purpose. We need to be able to come together in the body of Christ. And what did Jesus say? To proclaim the death, his death, until he comes. I know many people said, well, why would you want to proclaim his death? That was the end. No, it was only the beginning. And as we partake of the Lord's Supper today, may we see what the Lord has provided us in the name of Jesus, what he's provided us so we can come together and to reflect and to be there together. Let's pray. Lord, we come this morning to remember, to remember, Lord, what you have done. Lord, to see how you gave of yourself, you died for our sins, and you were the only one that could. And Lord, how you have given us life, and how you've given us so much, and Lord, how we need to proclaim this forever. Because Lord, with you, you have given us the life and the direction we need in life and Lord, able to stand the evilness that is coming around us in this world today. Because Lord, we need to stand on the cross of Jesus Christ. That even in death, you are victorious. Lord, we thank you in your son's name. Amen.